Good morning and greetings from the land of 11 nations, or as everyone else calls it, Wisconsin. Exciting times, exciting times, exciting times, exciting times. Welcome everyone to the Chipotle Podcast. It's a place where I, Shelby R. Grant, bring up topics primarily on the governance of our nation and spew my nonsense for 20 minutes or so. Occasionally, I have a guest who steers me in a different direction and helps shape the discussion and bring in a fresh approach. If any of you in the listening audience would like to contact me, come on the show, feel free and uh, my door is always open. You can contact me at uh, moneycookseek at gmail.com. That's M-A-N-I-K-A-K-S-I-K at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, through the Chipotle page. There's also Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Uh, really, the most important thing we can share is dialogue. If you agree, that's cool. If you do, if you disagree, I'll give you time to voice your opinion or feeling that, just contact me with your thoughts. I'm far from an expert on things, and if I've stated something wrong or given inaccurate information, call me out. I'm a big boy. It won't be the first time I've been incorrect. That being said, the purpose of this podcast is to share information, discuss topical issues of importance to the Ho-Chunk Nation. My motivation is simple, and I've stated this numerous times. I want the Ho-Chunk Nation to be the 800-pound gorilla in the area. When people in the Midwest say Native American, Indigenous, or Indian, the first nation that pops in their head will be the Ho-Chunk Nation. When you look up Indian in the dictionary, Ho-Chunk Nation will be the definition. That's all cool and well, but how does the Ho-Chunk Nation achieve this goal? Number one, by having a goal that was clearly delineated and achievable. Two, by setting out a plan with achievable benchmarks that move us down the path towards that goal. And three, by having people dedicated to achieving those benchmarks and goals. I say all of this because the Ho-Chunk Legislature just presented their Linwood Casino plan to the Illinois Gaming Board. Their plan meant none of the above parameters, and to add insult to injury, the presentation was an unmitigated disaster. Now, I've stated in an earlier podcast that if a plan is presented to the nation, and at the presentation, all the benchmarks and costs and bottom line are given to the whole chunk nation, I'll give my approval or disapproval. But it is just my opinion. It is just one thought, one vote. Plans are presented to the nation and it is, and it will be, you know, out of my hands. But just let me know what's going on. That's all I'm asking. Share the plan. Let us all know. This wasn't done in Linwood, nor is it being done in Beloit. The case of separating business and government was never clearer than that presentation. We know what happened in Linwood in a general fashion, but we don't know what is happening in Beloit. When you don't have professionals handling business endeavors, you are going to get fleeced or you're going to get shut out. My dream for my nation of achieving all we are capable of achieving was not served by our performance in front of the Illinois Gaming Board. We can do better. We deserve better. Demand better.
So yesterday, the uh, Illinois Gaming Board held an open meeting for the uh, four organizations that had uh, presentations for the uh, Illinois Southland Gaming License. Um, it was televised. It was live streamed. If you want, you can see it at uh, igb.illinois.gov forward slash board meetings and documents. Um, I've been uh, updating all day long, and it still hasn't been posted. Um, I have a video, but that's not for public consumption because I was speaking out loud when I should have been listening. Um, so um, I asked a couple people if they had uh, seen the presentation, and a lot of people had, but they didn't want to come on the air. Finally, I got a hold of uh, someone who said he would come on the air, and he had a couple things to say. So I have John Warner. John, how are you doing tonight? Good, Chubb. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. Life is good. Just to let everybody know, did you happen to uh, catch the uh, presentation on uh, the live stream yesterday, or did you watch it at home? I actually got to watch the live stream. Part of my, my uh, duties and responsibilities is to be able to um, look at uh, competition, see where we're going for the industry, what we have to face, so... It's kind of an important thing when Illinois issues gaming license. We've got to be able to evaluate the market, see what the cannibalization is going to be. Uh, so anything in gaming has to do with Illinois, Iowa, uh, Michigan, Indiana. We're always looking at it, Minnesota as well. So uh, I did listen to it. I didn't get to listen to the entire four-hour meeting um, because – you know, there's some great stuff going on, but, you know, I've got a regular job that i got to do everything. So I got to watch it in increments, incremental sections and, and, and listen to a wide variety of the groups that went through there. So, yes, I got to see most of it. Um, I did get to see us in totality. Well, let me get back to that real quick. Um, one of the things I wanted to know is how did you guys hear about it? Because I forget. Somebody told me about it that they were having, they were being presented, and so this kind of went through the uh, moccasin telegraph. But the tribe didn't tell us. The legislature didn't tell us. I didn't hear it from the president. Um, I didn't hear it from uh, business department. And here, the Illinois Gaming Board has got it on their website. It's being publicly live streamed. How did you hear about it? Well, I knew about it from the uh, watching the Illinois Gaming Board. Everything's publicly posted. It's, uh, you know, when you're dealing with a state entity, everything has to be out front in the public. Um, you know, I, I've been to my area meetings. I've asked questions of my legislative representatives, and I reside in District 2. And, you know, it's mum. They go silent. They don't say a thing uh, because it's in uh, executive session. You know, everything they do is in executive session. And uh, what they forget is everything that they do in executive session then goes into the, the spewing of the public in Chicago. So I have notifications for gaming. You know, you can set your news feed to hit any, you know, verbs that say gaming, casino. Uh, so I get notifications and pop-ups whenever there's notifications out there on the web. And so you're, you're a professional. And so that's how you get notified. But uh, I'm a little upset that I wasn't notified as a tribal member. Um, as Just as a tribal member, how do you feel about that? I feel insulted that, you know, here we are. 
you know, we bought that property in 2004. Uh, I don't know if you know it or if you recall, there's a whole segment. You did a segment on it. But what you don't know is I believe we paid about $24 million for that property. Um, this is my this is my recollection back in whatever, you know, and uh, I've always been interested in it because, well, quite frankly, I was like, why are we doing it? And uh, when I was in the business department, they told me that we're supposed to make a casino. And the uh, initial idea was that we we're going to do an IGRA casino, which is a, a tribal trust uh, property and get in into trust and then open a class three gaming facility. And, uh, you know, I was like, how, how the heck is that supposed to happen when there's a federal law that says there's no trust land in Illinois by the feds that was created back in the, you know, 1800s. Um, but Hey, I guess our brilliance lets us do that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. And I was wondering, well, if we did that, how would we, consider some of our aboriginal territory and it's like well i guess we burn it down back in this you know early 1800 late 1700 it's good enough so maybe we could lay claim to it okay um but then reality set in is like yeah that's never gonna happen they're smoking you know something their hemp or whatever they got but uh <clears throat> so we were we were tasked with creating revenue and we created, or we, I should say, the legislature created the Southland LLC and had the Department of Business operate it. And, well, parts of it. They also had housing and uh, historical preservation involved uh, when I was on the board, a couple of business people. But uh, that was in 2006. And when we were on, when I was on the board for the Southland LLC, you know, we went down there trying to keep it sustainable, and I was trying to figure out what it was. We were paying about a million dollars a year in taxes because we overpaid for the property. Because in, in Chicago, Cook County, they base it on the sales tax value. And then uh, then we were trying to make the, the soccer arena make money. We were trying to make sure that the baseball fields made money, you know, just to make it survive. And we had somewhere around... I, I want to say from eight to 16 houses down there that we were renting quote unquote renting and trying to create profit. But, you know, after we bought the buildings, the homeowners actually stripped all the copper out of the houses <laughs> after they sold it to us. <laughs> uh, so, you know, half of the houses were wrecked. We had a bunch of squatters. We had, uh, you know, just derelict house, derelict ownership back then. And, you know, we're just trying to constantly fix it and keep it up to date. And and again, we paid $24 million. And, and this is, uh, I've told you in the past, I'm kind of sad that I would help to remove George uh, Lewis with, with, with Dan. And I was told to do it by my... my Dan, Dan Brown? Yeah, Dan Brown. Okay. You know, uh, we, we we made the motion. We did some things, and we've apologized for it in the past. And, again, I'm going to apologize to George because, you know what, that guy, um, nobody really gave him the chance that he deserved. Um, he was a really intelligent guy. He just couldn't articulate very well. Um, I he, When I used to talk to him, he, he said it was because it was, you know, Ho-Chunk was his first language, and he'd have to reverse think his whatever. But – 
even after that, I was still hired into the Department of Business, and, and we used to go down to uh, Southland to Linwood, and George would would go down there with the Department of Business. We'd have meetings of, of the board to evaluate what the issues were. And he told me a story one time. He said, you know, I had my legislator, my uh, my treasurer, uh, reject payment. I, I directed him not to make the payment for Linwood. That was the only objection I could do because I knew it was a bad deal. And I knew that we shouldn't be doing this. But the legislators at the time did it anyways. And then they they basically overrode George. And we paid $24 million for this sad, sad piece of property on a dream that we we're going to build a, a, a class three trust land casino. Okay. That was then. So we've held it that long. So losing about a million, million and a half a year moving forward from 2004 to 2000 today, as a matter of, or yesterday, uh, from 2021, um, now we were going for a, for a commercial casino license, which we paid a non-refundable half million dollar application. Okay, hold on. Just let's do the math real quick. So from 2006, we've been losing, what, a half a million dollars a year? About a million and a half in the beginning to probably 2000. Uh, we got it lined out in 2012. So I, I think uh, Mike Mullen or Matt Mullen corrected the tax issue in 2009-ish, 10-ish. Um, and then we've finally lined out the operation in 2016. So we can figure about between a million and a half per year loss to we're losing probably less than about a half a million to date per year. So 15 years. Actually, it's it's a little bit longer than 15 years. Okay. But uh, let's just round it up, say 15 years and a million and a half. million dollars. Million dollars a year over the period, averaging now. So now we're talking forty million dollars that we're we're into this place for minimum. Yeah, about forty million dollars. Not to mention all the uh, all the consultants and stuff that we paid for in the past, and trying to make some go of it. And yeah, all right. So we pretty much got the history of this place. Now, can we get to? Uh, what happened yesterday? The culmination of the $40 million investment, $45 million, whatever we spent, right? All right. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it low so, you know, nobody uh, loses their mind. We'll just say okay. $40 million. All right. We're throwing zeros around like that. I'm cool. Yeah. With yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Let, let's make everybody happy. Let's just say we've uh, put $40 million into this place. Now we have an, op- an opportunity to get a um, full-time license. And we're going to do our presentation. Did you happen to see any of the other groups on their presentations? Yes, I did. I got to see two of the other groups. I missed the first group, um, which I heard that's the uh, Porch Creek from Mississippi. Uh, That's the Indian organization. They're international. They had in excess of 30 casinos under their belt, uh, off reservation, as well as reservation games. Uh, there was the minority organization that was uh, uh, Southland. Uh, they were minority women and Asian veteran owned. 
Um, they were number two in line. I got to see them. They were they were really the worst of the three of the best. How can do you understand that? So th there's well, four of us. The minority group was the worst of the three that went before us. Of the two that went, uh, yeah, of the three that went before us. Yeah, they were the worst. They were, and it wasn't really that they were bad. It was just. Uh, the other two stood out? The other two stood out. And like I said, I didn't get to watch the full presentation of Ports Creek, but they they, they, they just start. I mean, they just show the, um, all the bells and whistles at the last couple minutes that I got to see. Um, so they were, I got to really watch that full presentation or listen to it, watch it while I was working, um, doing my wonderful reports. Well, give me, give me a, I mean, you've been involved in uh, presentations before. Um, for casinos and for businesses, how'd, how'd they do? I mean, what, what stood out to you? Well, let, let's break it down. So let, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to group all three of them together because uh, I use the analogy to one of the board members I was texting back and forth. I, I, I wanted to say I'm embarrassed to be a Ho-Chunk after this, and I'm definitely embarrassed to be part of the management team that they claimed we are so great in Wisconsin. And it's not because of my team that I'm embarrassed for is because they were representing us. And that's, and I, I want that clarified. I, I, this is before I go on to say what they did, uh, Shelby, I'm appalled. I'm, I'm broken. I am, I'm odd that we could, we could fail so miserably. Okay. Before we get into that though, I, I just kind of want to contrast with these other groups and what they did that you thought was really, really good. Okay, so here it is. Real, I, I got it. I got that. it down. So I can make it real quick for you. And, and and these are standard presentations when you're dealing with governments. We've been doing it in Madison. We use it in our community outreach. These are all the programs that we do internally. That's why all the uh, Ho Chunk Gaming Madison, the 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 philanthropical organizations, the nonprofits, the the government entities, they really get along extremely well with us because we have a great corporate governance and outreach program. And this is what those other organizations did. They were they were they hired top notch professionals. I mean, these were real professionals and they could speak. That That's number one. They were comprehensive and and their presentations were excellent. They used professionals to develop their videos. They used professionals to develop their uh, their presentation. Um, videos were like commentaries of they they paid people to speak for them on behalf of one organization. Even had Bo Jackson. Bo knows football. Bo knows baseball. Bo knows casinos. And that was that was the the Southland organization, but. Um, they all mentioned economic development, and they talked about the areas in which those proposed casinos were talking about. Again, economic development, not business development. We've talked about that in the past. This is about jobs, training, income, uh, training your personnel, reducing taxes, offering expenses up front to the governments, making payments and agreements to everybody that you're going to play ball with. They mentioned all this in their presentations. All of them. All of them had support from the mayors, from the boards, from the counties in which are the areas on alders. Uh, one organization, the, the the third organization, they had six of the or they had that was the uh, Choctaw. 
um, Choctaw had six city mayors on board signed. Uh, they had also the Chicago Black Caucus for the uh, the Congress. It, it, I mean, they did their they did their homework. They knew who the people were. They knew who the community was. They had community support, community people speaking on behalf of them. And and the two Indian organizations, which one was Port Creek, the other one was Choctaw. They were like, well, we're happy to have Choctaw here. It's nice to have one minority group having another minority group help out this minority area. It was so just were, beautiful. There were commitments to the minority uh, businesses in the area. They, oh, they yeah. All, work. all of them. All of them did minority business commitments for construction, for uh, online, for the services and everything else. Uh, they all had market studies. Dude, the uh, Union Gaming. Where do you know that name? That was from uh, the people who did the uh, Illinois, the Chicago Casino. I That's right. You know who did the feasibility study for Choctaw? Union Gaming. Oh God. Not only did Union Gaming do their study, Union Gaming got on the video call and told them that this is the best area to do it in. And here's the scarier part. I'll, I'll, even, I'll even go... So funny is to talk about the phasing and the construction. HBG, you ever you ever heard of them? Yeah, uh, I'm not going to commit myself here, but yeah, I've heard the initials. So HBG is called Henetic Bobo Group. That's the architectural firm that did Project Forward. They're also the architectural firm that is developing the Beloit Casino design uh, with the legislature. And, and HBG also presented renderings and master planning and drawing for Southland. So not only did HBG do that for us, but they also got on the video call and spoke for Choctaw Nation on behalf of their project. <laughs> uh. So anyway... They had professionals speaking to the phasing, the construction. They knew exactly how much money they would make. They knew what was going to happen during the whole construction process. And the funny, funny thing is, you know, I, we talk about highway access here in Madison, Ho-Chunk County, right. Madison. We talk about uh, highway, County Road AB, the roundabouts, all the overpass, the connectivity of roads, you know. You know, we act like a business. We interact with the government. They give us infrastructure. We know what the issues and, you know, what's going on. You know, all of those guys had already interacted with the city, uh, the city transportation and knew that their roads, the roads to those casinos would be able to be expanded and developed. So all and three they, of those organizations were, had contact with IDOT. Illinois well, not, not, not necessarily IDOT, the city municipalities that controlled the uh, road accesses to the city roads, right? Not IDOT. It, IDOT gets them on and off the highway. It, once they get off the highway, it's the city's responsibility to, to develop those roads in and out. And all three of these organizations had already reached out to these people. Yep, they sure did. They already had uh, addressed all the issues that would be, you know, because when you build a casino, it's like uh, you got to make sure that the roads are ready. All right. I want to take a quick little break here, and then I kind of want to get into um, our presentation. So uh, we'll take a quick five here, and I've uh, got to take a walk real quick, and we'll come back and start this.
All right, welcome back, or I should say, I'm back. Um, I want to talk about um, our presentation now. Um, we kind of got a feel for the um, everybody else's presentation. Websites, igb.gov. Um, I'd like everybody to take a look at it as soon as they can, as soon as it uh, gets posted. And I want everybody to, it's a four-hour presentation, and I want everybody to skip the first three and a half hours and go or three first skip the first three hours and go straight to our presentation i don't want you to be confused i don't want you to be prejudiced i want you to see our presentation first see how good we did see what we covered and listen to the people talk then go back and at your leisure just watch the other presentations and well You'll, you'll find out for yourself how well we did. But, um, John, let me, uh, let me get back to you. Um, I saw it. Um, I was embarrassed. Um, there was a little bit of laughter. There was a little bit of crying. Um, a lot of shame. But that was just me. Um, you're a professional. Well, how did you see it? Uh, I'm in a worse situation than you, Shelby. I have to go to G2E. Uh, uh, we attend uh, NIGA. We go to Indian gaming uh, uh, meetings and conferences. And we have to go and present ourselves as professionals in Indian country for Ho-Chunk uh, Gaming as a whole, one. And then us at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, we're lumped together with that. So y y I'm... I'm absolutely appalled. I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I'm, uh, I don't want to stick my head out, but what the heck I'm, fi I'm figuring it as long as I'm saying it now, I can separate myself from it because if I were on that board that, that presented this, this project <clears throat> and I saw the previous three presentations, I would have walked out and said, I quit. <laughs> I, I, I'm well, that was one of the things that bothered me. If, we were the we were the last one. Didn't we learn anything from what these other people were doing? I would have thought you would have been able to, you know, transition on the fly and and. and but we're not that. Well, we're not that nimble. We're not that nimble. I don't think we're that well prepared. Uh, there's a whole lot of conspiracy I could bring into this. You know, uh, we've had executive session meetings, all these meetings and meetings and executive sessions and executive sessions, you know, uh, and I think we prepared in those executive sessions with the legislature being involved, uh, kind of going, yeah, this is great. This, uh, this is going to be interesting. Well, so, let's, get, let's, let's get down to it. Um, start to finish. Uh, who, who presented who was there? Who was who was representing us? So the president of the Southland entered Ho, Ho Chunk Southland LLC. Uh, president is Rob Reeder. Uh, Rob Reeder was the main presenter. He is uh, currently the director of marketing or something over in Nakusa. Uh, John Phillips is the vice president of the. Ho Chunk Southland Entertainment LLC. There's also several other board members, which you'll get to see the presentation uh, at 
uh, once it goes live on the uh, IGA, IG in Illinois Game Gaming Board website. But Mike Murphy was there, uh, which is the legislative attorney. Paul Fox, District 4 representative, was there. I think I saw uh, Sarah Lemieux, District 3 rep. I can't remember. She kind of popped in, popped out. Um, and then Vice President Karina Thundercloud was actually on the call. Uh, so you could see her image uh, along with all the board members and every, you know, how WebEx goes. You've got like the screens in the grids. The, yeah, it's the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch screen. And uh, <clears throat> then they did a slide of the other people. So I believe there's a Crystal Dashini that's a board member, non-tribal, used to be the treasurer. They got, I think, let go or a mutual agreement to leave by the president. Um, let's see, Alana. Decora. Uh, Decora, yeah, she's on the board. She's a tribal member in compliance. Um, Colin Price, tribal member, eh, outside entity, marketing, used to be a public relations officer. I, I didn't get to see, and that's some of the things I was blowing my hands up in the air going, oh, my God, and then I didn't get to see the whole thing of that part, that one full slide. But that right now it's, it's, it's John Phillip. It's uh Rob reader, Mike Murphy and, and Paul Fox presenting. Okay. On, um, all right, let's, how'd they do from start to finish, just opening up, uh, what, 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 what was our point? What was our driving point? What was our showcase? We're Ho-Chunk. And that's it. We had no, we had no videos. We had no charts. We had no testimonials. What, 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 what do we bring to the table? We're Ho-Chunk. Um, I can expand on it. Well, I, it's a little more, it's, it's a little bit more creative than that. Uh, I'll give them a bit. They did do a PowerPoint, a 30-minute slideshow PowerPoint, you know, back, you know, like you do in college and high school. I was going to say, who does PowerPoints for presentations? Well, you know, if you're doing an interactive, PowerPoints are excellent tools. Okay. And you can do PowerPoints as long as you've got video in, in, input into the PowerPoint. Okay. You know, you have the testimony. It's, it's a great tool to use, but if you only have slides like static images... That's what we had, really static images, you know, blah. So these people had been there for three hours. Then we come in there and we're hitting them with uh, static images. Yeah, yep, we sure did. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. We started right, off right. really awesome. We started off really awesome. After those three glorious presentations, the, uh, I believe it was, the president of the Southland LLC, Rob Reeder, said, uh, just to let you know, we as Ho-Chunk people, we always pray, uh, pray at, at, at our meetings to begin with. Um, Paul Fox begins by saying, uh, yes, blah, 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 blah. And it's good that you saved the best for last. And uh, he said that, huh? Yeah, he said that. Well, After like watching his... three hours of awesome presentations, he said that. I admire his husband, but um... all right. So then, this we we have the we have our prayer. 
No, we don't. But but here's the sad thing about that. I, I want to finish. Why would you pray to God uh, about business? Why would you even think that some suitable natural being is going to wink, 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 give you the, uh, hey, I'm going to pray for you to pick me <laughs> in a business meeting. That's sad. Yeah. So that it's, begins it's to uncomfortable. set the It's uncomfortable. Uh, the only thing I'm going to give him is that we do, as a people, we do open up everything we do with a prayer. So okay. I you give can, him that. You yeah. okay. <laughs> I got to give him that. But after the prayer, where did we go? So we're, we're first of all, we're completely ill-prepared. Completely, completely and utterly ill-prepared. We have a PowerPoint slide open with prayer. Uh, simple PowerPoint presentation. We spent so much time being Ho-Chunk, talking about all of our casinos. We have six casinos. We have this big casino in Dells, and we have this casino in Madison, and that casino in Toma. Dude, the other, the other casino, tribal people, they had in excess of 21 casinos each, in excess. And you know what they said? Oh, yeah, by the way, we have in excess of 21 casinos. And this is our, this is our flagship. They showed one picture, and they moved on. Porch Creek. One picture of their flagship. Oh, and we're international. And they moved on. They didn't even talk about their existing casinos. They talked about everything else. But what did we do? We talked about, here, I have Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells. It's a tourist casino. It's the largest of our fleet. So we didn't we didn't hire professional people to do this. We, we kind of did this on it. We mom and popped it. We used, yeah, yeah, we mom and popped it. You said it, I didn't. So, <sighs> so we described all of our casinos. You know, they kept asking about commitments. The other ones were talking about economic development. They were talking about community commitments. What are you going to do for me? So the Illinois Gaming Board was like, what are you going to do for me? And that's what they were asking all those other applicants. And all those other applicants were saying, we're going to do this. We're going to pay upfront fees. We've already collaborated with this college. We've already made a, a commitment to this Black Caucus. We've already made a commitment to these six mayors. We're going to share our wealth and pay this. We're going to try and downplay some of the taxes that these cities have done. That's what the other players did. You know what we said? Uh, yeah, I do, but go ahead and share it. <laughs> we have uh, fire, police, and ambulance agreements with our local communities that we might be willing to arrange with you. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not that's not even you know that's at the end of the Q and A session. But we didn't display any local support. Here's the even scarier part. They got a new mayor in Linwood. The new mayor in Linwood is in opposition to the casino. And at yep. the end of the end of the we didn't even present that we had any community involvement. We didn't. We said, "Oh well, here in Wisconsin, we have all this stuff. All this stuff we get involved with in Wisconsin. This is what we do." But we hadn't shown that we had done anything in Linwood, Illinois. We've been there for fifteen years, is what we said. We've been there for some time. We've been communicating and doing business in Illinois. But no commitment, 
no commitments from the elected officials, no nonprofit organizations, no community outreach. What do we do? We just kind so of the new mayor, Mayor Jada Curry, she's uh, she got seated in uh, what April, May, yep. and uh, we never made contact with her. No, actually, the uh, the administrator of the uh, Illinois Gaming Board actually. What, you should describe the lobs that we're getting. You know, these guys, <laughs> I, I compared it to the analogy. We're, we're Ho-Chunk Nation was a T-ball team, and we were playing against the Brewers. It was just that sad. That's how bad we got demolished. But the, the administrator was throwing us these lobs like, so what kind of community support do you have? We see that you have this 2019 agreement to support from the city of or the town of Linwood, what have you done to do community outreach with the new mayor? And Mr. Murphy uh, speaks for them and says, well, um, uh, we, we just had a federal holiday. We've been trying to get a hold of her, <laughs> and we haven't been able to uh, uh, meet. She just hasn't been able to meet with us. Uh, and he just lobbed you a 2019 and it's 2021. And you're, and the new, and, and then he says, Oh, and then he admits He's the one that Mike Murphy admits that the new mayor uh, is in opposition to the uh, casino project. <laughs> so needless to say, we have zero support from Linwood now. Yep. We have zero support from Linwood. You know, and it's even though I, I was seeing, I, I don't have a, a Chicago Tribune um, uh, subscription, so I wasn't able to see what's going on. But they they wrote a, a notice today that one of the four applicants was eliminated immediately after the meeting. Oh God, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you look at the Chicago Tribune and you and you find, I I said Ho Chunk Linwood, and it says IGB eliminates one of the four contenders for Southland Casino. Sixteen uh, hours probably, after the meeting, that's probably not us. So I don't have anything to worry about there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably one of the <laughs> probably the top off. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'll I'll go on. You know, here's so sad about our our representation. You know, if I was there, I would have walked out and quit immediately. But there's there's John Phillips, there's Rob Reeder, there's Mike Murphy. They're really trying to give it the old Ho Chunk try, the the big fist. You know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go pile through and march to our death type thing like we all in our operations do. Uh, they're really looking at each other, trying to answer questions that are, you know, simple, simple. It, it, and the administrator is just lobbing shit out, stuff our way. And it was just, it was just sad. But what makes it even more sad, our legis vice president had her screen on and Every single one of the board members from the Illinois Gaming Board were paying attention to the presentation, watching what we were saying and what we were doing. Our vice president was working, talking to other people, not paying attention to the presentation at all, was not concentrating on what was going on. She was doing other things than watching what the presentation was at, at hand. So if our vice president of the Ho-Chunk Nation, the legislature, is not paying attention to, the pres uh, to our own pre presentation. What kind of message does that send? And that's 
one of the most embarrassing things I saw. Well, maybe you're, we already got it. We're just this is just a pro forma. They're going to give it to it. I don't. I'm just. We, <laughs> we we couldn't even answer the financial projections on it. They said that we're going to make two hundred two hundred something thousand dollars or two hundred something million dollars. Right? You did the stuff. You did the numbers that you got two hundred something million dollars. Union Gaming came in and told the 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 IGB the uh, the gaming board that the one in Madison Mattison M A T T E well Madison yeah um is gonna only make about one hundred and fifty to one hundred and sixty million how can we be off by sixty million dollars who did our feasibility study did we have a feasibility study. I would think we would have had to have. I know that when we were looking at it a long time ago, we did. But maybe they didn't update it. Maybe they haven't done I don't know what they've been doing in the executive session. All I know is they came out of executive session training and preparing for this powerful presentation, and we just fell flat on our face and embarrassed the shit out of us to Indian country and to to us in the gaming industry. We're... We used to be a, a force to be reckoned with. This this has really weakened our credibility. Horrible. Well, one one of the things we were trying, I thought in the beginning, like you said, was that we wanted to put the land in the trust, and then um, we kind of went away from that. Um, was that addressed? Um, the trust issues? Did they ask any of the other tribes what their plan was for our sovereignty? To, if we won the license. Yes, they did. They asked all three tribes. They said, we know that you're a federally recognized tribe. Would you have an issue signing a waiver of uh, sovereign immunity? And all the tribes said yes. And our tribe even said, well, we'd consider it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to make a commitment here. So, but, but mind you, the other tribes also said, we are we are operating a commercial casino and your jurisdiction is what rights. You have the authority on this. So we're going to follow all of your rules and we'll we'll work with whatever the uh, intergovernmental agreements and with whatever um, the I, uh, Illinois game, IGB uh, dictates. So we were non-committal, but they were fully committed. Well, one of the things um, you mentioned about some of the other um, presentations was there um, commitment to economic development within the uh, communities that um, butt up against the uh, casinos? Um, what was our plan? Um, in Wisconsin, we spend a lot of money in our communities. And we plan to do the same <laughs> here in Southland. That, that wasn't our plan. That was our plan. You, was, do you remember it? Yeah. It yeah, must have been I, when I, I was screaming. No, I I was hoping somebody had a different take on this, but I just I'm sorry, we we we've I, you and I must think completely the same or something because I I have I was absolutely appalled. I was I I am just I, I'm flabbergasted. We we didn't do any homework. Uh, we didn't prepare very well for the presentation. We didn't have any professional help through videos. We didn't do any community outreach. We have no clue what economic development means 
we have no idea of what it means to be on a professional stage and in front of a professional agency. These are our legislators doing all the heavy work. And we have a couple people that work at a casino helping them. And, you know, John Phillips touted his, I've been in the gaming industry 28 years, three multiple decades, blah, blah, blah. I brought eight, eight projects to fruition, blah, blah, blah. And then there they are presenting the Ho-Chunk Gaming, uh, the, the lineup of all of our sister operations. And all the projects that they talked about were, were pretty much my projects that I did, my expansions that I did that I did through the Department of Business, with the exception of Toma, which would go, which is Bill Lowe's, uh, Bill Lowe's deal. But, you know, it, they were touting all these expansions, modifications, changes. We know how to build. And, and, and the administrator just confused our people. Like, they couldn't even get their dates right, their, their timing corrected, their, their phasing done. So I, I they, they weren't prepared. They, they didn't know how to answer. And they looked at, you ever seen two very confused managers just looking at each other going, you're going to answer that. I'm going to answer that. Who's going to answer that? Do we have an answer for that? It was just, it was just amazing. All right. Well, we've kind of described this uh, train wreck. Um, I don't want to give anybody any false hope here, but um, let me ask you, you sitting in the chair, you're in the meeting. I'm just asking you cold right now. What would you have done different? I I would have walked out and quit right then. <laughs> but if I were, if, if it, there's but, a gun to your head, a gun to my head, I would have been able to dance a little better than that. But the reality is we, we should have been, we, sh the business should have been able to take off and do what it needed to do to hire professionals. It, it's you, even I presenting the, the projects that we did for, um, for the Ho-Chunk Nation, it took a lot of song and dance. It took a lot of selling on the legislative side and on the community side. We didn't have to go through the governmental stuff that, you know, outside entities. We had our own internal strives. And, yes, I used PowerPoints. No, I, I, I guess my what I want to say is that we had the legislature presenting to us. I don't think any of the other uh, organizations had their legislatures there's legislators or presidents or vice presidents in the meetings presenting. We did basically. Is this a good sign? Is this a good uh, point in time that we split up government from business once and for all? I if mean, any, if anything, this is the culmination of it right here. We spent forty million dollars uh, to lose money yesterday. And this is a legislative-driven opportunity, not to mention what's going on with Bloit, not to mention what's going on with the negotiations for the compact. Um, we, I had a meeting with a, a general counsel agency the, the, that, that same night, um, and I was just, I was so flabbergasted and uh, uh, appalled. We actually pulled up um, the 2003 separation of business from government. We talked about the Section 17 uh, how we can uh, reinstitute it or realign the uh, the bylaws and take take back control and really change what needs to be what needs to happen. But it's going to take our it's going to take it's going to take our people to be interactive to change the constitution to really be interactive and say 
let the business people be business people. Let the legislators make law and appropriate and let the executive administer the programs and prosecute and, and enforce the laws of the nation. So we general counsel need to step back and say, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. And you're going to do that. And that's what we talked about at the general counsel meeting. And there's going to be more coming up, but you know, this is the perfect, time for separation of business and government and it's a perfect example of why our legislators shouldn't be involved in business decisions they have the pandemic has proven our fail fallacies and we have spent 40 million dollars and no per cap no rainy day fund where are we no casino in linwood either apparently well you can keep your hopes up you said that we were the best well, you know, like I said, everybody, one of them dropped. Um, so coming up in the future, what can people, what can our listeners do? What is a course of action for them to take to push this along? Because if they watch it, I think they're going to see exactly what you saw, that they're not ready for primetime players who showed up there at that meeting yesterday. And we should have had professionals there. And we should be developing professionals right now. So our listeners and other people, what can we do to further this? Well, we need to get involved, first of all. You know, we have a bunch of apathy. I see our younger people are starting to get involved and have discussions on Facebook. That's great. We have to be able to define who we are, where we're going to go. And they need to participate in general counsel, not because they're getting paid to show up, as a matter of fact, in opposition, they should they should show up if we're not getting paid and they should voice their opinion and support it. And they need to show up at, at their regular area meetings and say, you guys are legislators. This is what we want you to do. Don't go there with uh, a wish list. Understanding. Uh, well, well, at the area meetings, the reality is the legislature can only do so much. They're not social workers. The legislators can't can carry your hand around and get you through. That's a president. The president carries all the programs. It's the president's departments and the executives that take care of the people, not the legislators. The legislators make law inappropriate. What can once, they do? Once they appropriate, their job is done. That's correct. If they if tribal members have issues, they need to go to the president. The reality is they shouldn't even be showing up to an area meeting unless they want to tell the legislators how to work on a law or how to appropriate the proper amount of funds so that a program can uh, expand and not to tell us about what's going on with business. Okay, so aside from getting involved, you know, I mean, specifically, is there something that because I, I was on Facebook and um, the whole chunk nation site they pose the question um if we get uh if if we get the casino license should we have a casino in linwood i forget the exact phrasing i got it somewhere but i'm not really interested in it hold on one second here it is um pose the question on their facebook page asking if the whole chunk nation should pursue a, pursue a casino i thought it was kind of disingenuous because they did it on the day of the um presentation but what do we do specifically? How do we, the, our people, do we start businesses? Do we go to our business department? What? There's there's a whole variety of things, and this is about economic development. The, the tribal government's an economic developer. We need to allow business to become business developers. The, the government needs to create laws 
that allow individual tribal members to own businesses. Right now, the legislature, if if you read the LLC code, the corporate code, the UCC, the um, Section 17 code, it allows the legislators to know if you were to start a trucking company right now, Shelby, and you wanted to incorporate, get an LLC from the nation, you realize that you have to go in front of all the legislators and tell you your personal business, the elected officials, so that they can give you a charter. And then on top of it, if you piss them off, they can take your charter away and, and dissolve your organization. So we need to change. We need to make sure that the laws are 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 they work with small business and they, they remove the politics from that. In other words, creating uh, letting those authorities go over to the executive. We need to let the executive be like a government. They they just need to worry about business or government things, government programs. Let business under the Section Seventeen go to itself, and we have to accept that. We're not a jobs program in the business operations. What we are is making money so that the government can survive, pay out its per cap, take care of its services, take care of its elders, educate our youth. And then if we're lucky, we might get a distribution of some other extra things. And that's, we can't be, we're, we're, we're unfortunately uh, very bad owners. All right. Well, I just don't want to keep you up all night here, but, um, you got anything else to add? And we'll just uh, bring this ugly thing to a close. Let's bring this ugly thing to a close. I just want to reiterate how embarrassed I am. Uh, I can't believe that we would even put ourselves through that process. And I hope and I feel sorry for anybody that's on that board that they quit immediately. And and I just want to remind the, the listenership, this is the culmination of $40 million dollars on the low end in one day of destruction. All right. I just want to remind everybody to uh, go to uh, Illinois Gaming Board, um, back, I mean, uh, dot .gov, uh, backslash business, and something else. Um, I'll, I'll have it tomorrow on the uh, website. But um, they should be posting that video live. Um, skip the first three hours check out our presentation and then uh, peruse the others and see how we did. Um, that's all I got. Let's have a good night and we'll do it again. I just got finished looking at the uh, Illinois Gaming Board website. I uh, slide down to board meeting and documents. And at the bottom, you'll see Wednesday, October 13, 2021, special open meeting agenda. All of the meetings above have a space that says view recorded meeting. Uh, the special meeting recorded meeting is still not up. I'll keep trying, and when it goes up, I'll let everyone know on the Facebook uh, page through uh, the Chipotle page and the Ho-Chunk uh, Nation editorial expression page. <laughs>